I need your help explaining this to me because on paper, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but maybe in your brain it does. I, I can't comprehend it. She said, listen, I don't want you to do anything. And so in, in turn, he didn't do anything. And now she is wondering, can I be upset that he didn't do anything? <laughs> Explain it today on the show. Plus, it's our 100th episode. Holy crap. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer, and I do this show with my mom. And I, yeah, it's 100 episodes, and we'll talk about it here in just a, a little bit more. I get oh, a lot of thank yous today for, for you for being here. If it's your first episode or if it's your 100th episode, I'm so happy that you're here. It's a podcast based on live, laugh, and love your mom. We're going to live, we're going to share our lives, we're going to laugh, till, you know, just feel good, and we're going to love our moms, and that's what it's about. And this is my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I want to update you on the ghost situation because uh, I don't know if you're as terrified as I am. Uh, <laughs> probably not because you're not living here, so you, don't, you may not give a shit. Um, <laughs> I, I think say that, but, I, but well, I'm not as terrified. I, I'm either waiting for one of two things to happen. Number one, something like super terrifying to prove that it's a ghost. Yes. Or number two, it to just be like the water heater and then just be <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed that this is literally all this is. <laughs> uh, so it, really quick backstory in case you're new. This is the first episode you're hopping into. My house, I think, is haunted. It's, it's almost 100 years old. Two people died here. About six months ago, though, uh, the all of a sudden at 2.41 in the morning, I hear this boom noise. And uh, I can actually play it for you again in case you're in case <laughs> oh you're gosh. Um, <laughs> and just so you have an idea when I say boom, like it's not, this is, keep in mind, this is also in my, my bedroom, not my master bedroom, but my main quarters, I think is what it's called now. Um, and the door is closed and I'm, it's coming from somewhere out in the hallway. So listen to, listen to this again in case you're, in case you're new. Yeah, like sounds kind of like a slamming door, uh, but sometimes it can be so bad it rattles the house. So, but you need to also remind people that the first part of that sound is your sleep machine. It's not like, <laughs> ooh, ghost sound. She was so scared to stay by just that alone. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, that's the noise machine. So the boom <laughs> is, is the, the, the concerning part. And like it literally will like wake me up because it's so loud. And I only hear it at 2.41 in the morning. There's no other time that I hear it, uh, except for one time over the weekend when I was literally walking under my attic, like the entrance to my attic, and I heard the boom noise again. So I'm like, oh, shoot, it's coming from the... I don't know how to say shoot. Oh, shit, it's coming from <laughs> the... <laughs> sometimes I still censor myself. It's coming from the attic, which is super creepy because that's scary. So um, I... I was texting with a friend of mine who had heard this story and she is, she's a psychic or something. I don't even know. Uh, just kind of low key though. And she's like, well, when's the last time you saged your house? And I was like, Oh, it's been, I think when my ex wife left, I saged. So mm -hmm. it's been almost two years. Uh, but she's like, you need to, you need to remove the spirits from your house. She's like, maybe it is something mechanical, but maybe it's, uh, it, it could be something. So let's just like, let's just like get rid of them. So what she did was she told me to do this. Uh, I'm going to pull this up. This is what I literally last night. I, uh, I was done with the show. I was getting late, maybe like 10 o'clock and 
I was walking through my house because I still had some sage. Like go through every room and do your sage and kind of circle the room with it and do an X in the middle of your room. And, uh, what, here's what you're supposed to say. So, so picture this here. I'm sure my neighbors thought I was crazy. My windows (laughs) were open because she said, leave the windows all open so that the spirits can exit the house. Uh And then my neighbors were outside. So I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to sound so crazy. So, uh, here's what I said. This is what I was doing. I said, um, mother, father, God, creator of all that is, or in parentheses or whatever it is that you believe in. Um, it is commanded to pull and release all energies, spirits, and waywards that are not my highest and best from this home, whatever, or whoever is making that noise at two forty one in the morning, you are commanded to stop, download this home with unconditional love and light. And then she said, as you're doing this, walk around you the home, saging and vision your in your mind's eye these energies leaving through the open doors and windows, and then love and light pouring down from the heavens above and filling each room, uh, each room of the home. And I I don't mean to laugh at it, but it's like that couldn't be more California. I think you're listening to Idaho or something, you're like, what the hell? California is just full of a bunch of fruits and nuts. <laughs> I just lost half my Atlanta people right there with just that. <laughs> but I'm desperate, right? Like I'm desperate. I don't really have much of an option at this point. Like I, uh-huh. I, I've talked to the ghost. So here I am last night walking around my house, literally in my underwear, doing the sage thing, burn my hand because like, the sage like burned off on it. Um, did it. Get every room, open the windows, said my thing over and over and over again. I couldn't really memorize it, but I said something like there went underneath where the attic opening is was saging that really well, like staring at the attic. I was like, I was talking up into it. <laughs> and, uh, so I was done. It took about maybe 30 minutes and I <sighs> went to bed and last night I had no boom, <gasps> no boom. Wow. Now, I don't get a boom every night anyway, yeah. but I'm kind of hoping that maybe that was it was just haunted and then they left and that's going to be the end of it. But I'm not 100 percent sure what it, what it is. So, uh, yeah, I stay don't. tuned. I don't know. So I'll keep you posted if the noise because if not, I don't really know what the next thing it was. I forget who it was I was talking to today. I think maybe it was Michelle, one of our listeners. Uh, and she was saying it's that could be a like something mechanical, like maybe it's just something kicking on. Like, do do I have any kind of water that's being used? And my sprinkler system does come on in the middle of the night and it doesn't come on every night. It only waters certain nights out of the week, but like it's loud. Like it's just, it's like loud. And I don't know what would be, any different than any other water turning on, you know, cause water turns mm-hmm. on the south all the time. I don't hear no boom. <laughs> so, uh, well, I don't you could, know. You could try turning off your sprinkler system for a week and see if you hear it. I, I think that like, if I hear it and it wakes me up, I need to go and see if the grass is being watered. I think that's probably, oh, my there best. you go. You know, because yeah. even like two forty one, why 41, it's fine. It's hopefully just a ghost. Now it's gone. So it's so well, I mean, at least you've got all the bad energy out of your house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's good. That's a house good smells cleansing. So now today, though, like I don't know if you've ever done sage before, but you're not mm-hmm. supposed to use that much. I always over sage my house. <laughs> and like last time I, I saged, I don't know if you ever saged your house or not, but I um I had to have a professional cleaner come out and clean my 
upholstered. I have like an upholstered bed. You're kidding. And, no, because it was so much smoke that I did too much. No. The whole entire sage. I thought you're supposed uh, to burn the whole roll of it, but if yeah. you're supposed to do like a little bit of it, you can like use a whole roll for like a year. And I was like burning it on both ends, like in the middle, just trying to get that thing on fire and the whole, yeah. Oh, God, so smoky. <laughs> so smoky. So, no, it's uh, pretty potent. I know that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. What's uh, what's the story about the woman in the in the park today? Oh, well, you know, it's out for my walk today, and when I drove up, there was the woman down the street who is a lovely woman who has been walking in that park, honestly, for 30 years. She's lived here for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And she's 80 years old, but her husband has Alzheimer's. He does know her, but he can't keep up well with what's really going on. And so he's pretty much housebound. But anyway, that's her therapy. She walks every day. And she has um, a rare form of blood cancer. And now she's trying to figure out what the next step is for that. But anyway, I just, you know, when I saw her, I said, oh, hi, how are you? And she looked at me and she said, thanks for asking me that. She said, you know, no one ever really asked me how I'm doing. Oh. And she began to tell me about going to her specialist and that she really didn't know how she was doing because it was all so confusing and so complicated. And she said, you know, I'm glad I have my GP to talk to because she helps me understand what the specialist is saying. She said, but, you know, my children are all busy. They're getting ready to retire and they're checking off boxes and you know, they've got their own lives. And so they're not really in tune with what's going on with me. And of course, my husband, he gets upset if I get tired and say I need to lie down and rest for a while. And so she said, you know, life's really kind of tough right now. And I don't have anyone to share that with. No. She said, so thank you. That's so sad. It's so sad. She said, so thank you for asking me how am I doing? And she said, and I yeah. can tell you were genuinely interested that you really cared about how I'm doing. And so it just made me mindful of, you know, how many people are hurting right now. And right. We, we passively say, oh, how are you? Oh, fine. You know, we don't really listen to them. Yeah. Or do we even like think of our answer usually? Yeah, exactly. And we just say, yeah, eh, yeah we're fine. We're good. Well, Thanks. Yeah. You know, that's the way life is. But how important it is to genuinely care about people and to honestly yeah. say, how are you? Yeah. And really be interested. And it's in like caring. really it's really important with old people too, because oh. you know, they don't have a lot of like social people around them. Oh, um yes. I, I I think though that the response that you give, like for example, my my neighbor across the street, mom, she's how old, 85 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she's a lovely woman, but mm-hmm. I know that if I'm going to ask her how she's doing, <laughs> I've got to devote time. Yes. She's going to tell me. She's going to tell me yes. every little thing about how, how life's going, what she's doing, what she's been up to. Yes. Uh, so just know if you're going to ask an old person, you got to just allow more time. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess it's like, we we ask that it's become such a common place to ask that question of how you're doing. Yeah. But like, do you genuinely care or are you just asking? Right. You know, like which one, which one is it? And yeah. I don't know that it really matters that you don't care. Um, 
And, and then part two is like, are you able to really talk to people how you, how you're really feeling that day? Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't want to open up and like tell how they're feeling. Right. Um, nor like, I can only imagine, like imagine that I'm just imagining like being at Sprouts, the grocery store and that same conversation going down when I'm just trying, I've got like three cans of soup and I'm just trying to check out and, and that question. <laughs> asked right. Exactly. But it's, but, uh, but we, it's do need to, we do need yeah. to care for each other. We yeah. do, we really yeah. do need to be extra careful. I think right now that we're going a little bit out of our way. I mean, that took an, about 10 minutes. It was fine. I had plenty of time. You got mm-hmm. plenty of time. You can ask everybody how they're doing. Plenty of time. Yeah. You can ask everybody how they're doing on the whole block. You I could, and I would love to. Yeah, I'd love know. to do that. Actually, <laughs> I know you would. I know you would. <laughs> it is important. It's super important. Yes, it is. Um, okay, so yeah, today is our as our one hundredth episode of this show, which is amazing. Like, crazy right Amazing. we didn't know you know i when i committed to doing this podcast i and the only commitment i made was to myself that i was just going to try it for 30 days it was really me and jeff dollar because jeff dollar of the upside podcast would always he's a radio friend of mine it would just hey just give it 30 days just do, commit to doing every single day for 30 days and if you don't want to do it anymore you don't have to do it anymore but like at least you tried it yeah and you can see how it went right um, and now here we are where let's see, the first show was the th- uh, 25th of March wow. and it is the 11th now of August and we're still, you know, doing this daily show and, um, I am so grateful. I'm so, 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 so grateful for anybody that's listened to one up to a hundred episodes. And I would be curious if anyone's listened to all 100 episodes, I should like do a quiz or something, but, mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to hear from from you. You listen to all 100 episodes. I'm literally going to be uh, just shocked if anyone's put that much time. They're all you know 30 minutes to an hour long. It's a lot. A lot of your life you've given to the show. So thank you, yes. thank you, thank you for doing that. Um, but what I'm thinking about today, Mom, I don't know about you, but I kind of behind the scenes when we first started this podcast, I was in such a bad mental place. Mm-hmm. I would come on here every day and it would feel uncomfortable and I was not happy with the way it sounded and I wasn't really honestly quite sure. I mean, I'm still not quite sure what to do with it, mm-hmm. but I was really not sure what to do with it back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys stayed here and you support, I mean, there would be episodes I would stop recording and I would just cry because I was like, what has happened in my life? Mm-hmm. I didn't like this podcast. I didn't like doing it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it just didn't feel right. It felt, I felt like a failure. And now I'm like subjected to doing a podcast because my radio career just couldn't, I mean, it was just so much mental stuff that I was going through. And I'm sure I can't even go back and listen to early episodes because I'm sure I would just cringe, which is good because I'm sure we've come a long way, mm-hmm. but I am so thankful and I'm hoping that like anybody that can use this story as a, a word of encouragement that like, just keep going. Like mm-hmm. I wanted, I, you know, I wanted to quit after the first episode. I wanted to quit after the first week. I wanted to quit after the second week. And then I, I would say, I mean, I remember, I'm sure you can go back and listen to early episodes where I was like, this podcast doesn't feel right. It's just not the right thing to do. I'm just, I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm over here like, wow, we've built such a great brand. More importantly, we built such a great community, like the certified yes. fans. Uh, honestly, I mean, I was, in, I mean, I don't want to get dramatic with it, but like you have meant so much to me in this process. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's like not even just financially supported, but just listened yeah. through the harder days of my life as I was trying to get this job loss thing and I was going through COVID and 
didn't know what I was going to do. And now my life's starting to kind of turn again. And like, Mm -hmm. I am just so grateful for you sitting through the awkward times. You know, when we first, one of the first episodes, mom, I remember you, we talked about Brene Brown and, Mm -hmm. you know, the FFTs and Uh the awkwardness of starting something new and the uncomfortability of it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, remember you, how did you feel that first show after we were done? What were you, what was going through your head? I had no clue. I mean, I remember you saying to me, look, here's the deal. Here's what I'd like to do. I don't know if it's going to work, but I want to give it a try. Jeff really thinks it's unique and interesting. And, you know, and I, and I remember saying, so what is it you need me to do? And you said, oh, just throw out a quote every day. Sort of like, you know, when you text me and I was like, well, I can do that. <laughs> now, here we are. You know, and I didn't why realize you yes to that. I mean, I just don't even know why you. This is so out of your wheelhouse. It I mean, is it's so nothing. crazy. Why did you agree to do it? Because I love you, oh, and I'll do anything to support you. And I knew right. that if it wasn't right, you'd tell me, and we could move on, <laughs> and you could go elsewhere. Right? I would just hire, I would hire an, another mom. You guys wouldn't even make a difference. <laughs> Exactly. Have have an imposter mom that's actually really entertaining and has an exciting life. (laughs) Played by some heedless actress up in LA, you know. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Ninety sitcom star, you know. I got mom from uh, Family Matters is actually Kramer's mom. Who knew? That's great. Uh, oh, well, I'm, I'm thankful for you too for you just give. I don't even know if you even like doing this, but I know that you're super supportive in it. So, well, for you and for anyone that's supported it, and I, I still don't know where it's going to go. Uh, we're every day just kind of waking up and just putting our, you know, our heart into it, and, and just trying to figure out where it's going to go and what we're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. But you know, to be as far along as we are, uh, yes. would not be possible without my mom and without Jeff Dollar and without you for listening. And there's, I mean, I, I don't want to forget anybody. There's, there's tons of people like behind the scenes with me too mm-hmm. that have helped in certain aspects, uh, logo people, website people, marketing people, PR people like that. I, you know, don't, don't get any, any spotlight in this. So, uh, thank you. You know, thank you for all your help with, mm-hmm. uh, with this podcast and, I don't know, mom, maybe we should stop here. (laughs) Well, you know, it's, it's really, it's, um, it's a good testimonial about hanging in there when you're uncertain of trying something new, like you said earlier, to just put yourself out there and go with it one day at a time and see if it comes together. And fortunately for you, this has come together. And, and it's come together nicely, and I couldn't be yeah. I couldn't be happier for you, honey. And I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to part have, I have. You're the only mom I have, so I have to change it to <laughs> certified daddy's boy, which just sounds weird. So. <laughs> that is a little bit different. <laughs> it's weird, right? You change one word, and the whole podcast takes a totally different meaning. So. I never really thought about it. It's mama's boys and daddy's girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, just be, be me and my dad the whole time. <laughs> It'd be a totally different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it would be def- it would be different because we're very different. <laughs> yep. uh, more importantly, though, and this is the last thing we'll say about the, about the podcast is that like I hope it's it's meaningful for you. I mm-hmm. hope that you get something from this podcast, and I hope it's you know with the radio, it's it's, it's a lot of fluff, and I mean there's fluff in here too. But I hope it like just there's been something that's either spoken to you or you're like have like connected in some way. 
that after a hundred episodes, any of you just walked away with one moment that you were like, Oh my God, or like, Oh my God, that's, that's so whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it speaks to me. I didn't know somebody else was going through this. Yes. Or I, I, I don't know how to, who to talk to, or I, I wrote in for ask my mom and the, the advice to help my life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope there's just a few of those out there. So mm-hmm. that's what I strive for. I don't want to just fill a podcast full of fluff. I just want you to not feel so alone and, uh, for us to be able to connect on s- such a different level and to share my mom because she's just the best. So, Oh, you're sweet, honey. All right. Every day we do a quote too. So let's get to our quote for today, mom. Okay. This is from Jimmy Carter. And thinking about my, um, my visit with my neighbor today, this really, really, really spoke to my heart. Um, I have one life and one chance to make it count for something. My faith demands that I do whatever I can, wherever I am, whenever I can, for as long as I can, with whatever I have, to try to make a difference. Mm. You know, wherever we are, whatever our situation is, whatever phase of life we're in, we can do something to make a difference in this world. Right. And it doesn't have to be building a habitat home. It can be as simple as saying to your neighbor, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. reaching out to someone, but we all can do something every day to make a difference in this world. I feel and- like I'm entering into a weird midlife crisis and not like I haven't done enough because I've done it I've done a lot mm-hmm. uh, but more of a what like what has my impact been or what is my impact going to be on this planet you know, I'm getting close mm-hmm. to 40 and it's like okay I'm about, I'm about halfway done mm-hmm. like what like what's my legacy going to be how am I going to be remembered like when, when I when I'm in on my deathbed it, will I look back on my life and be like, shit, I didn't do enough. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I wish I would have just done this. I wish I could have just done a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that, and that scares me. That scares me that I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. as a human. Uh, I mean, so mom, you're, you know, 20 some odd years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30. <laughs> is it 30? Mm-hmm. 30 what? 30 exactly? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I guess it is, huh? <laughs> you're 30 mm-hmm. years older than me. Mm-hmm. So now that you're, I mean, you're, you're getting even closer to your last day if you live to your averages. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done a lot, but do you do you have that fear of like, I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have done what, 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 you know, what are people going to say about me? What's my... Because uh, no. I'm tired, like your professional life's over. and No, I don't. Because I just still every day try to do something good for the world. No, of course or for someone. Do. I mean... Life isn't over at any particular age. Our life goes on. And no matter what our circumstances, we can always help someone. Yeah. We can always help someone. It's very true. So, well, hopefully that's a good reminder for, for all of us today. Yes. All right. Uh, well, we're going to get to ask my mom here in just a couple of minutes, just an advice segment. You can write in your questions and it's unbiased. We said, no, it's un, Mm -hmm. no, it's unbiased. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, not unsolicited. I used to say it's unsolicited. That was that was before we got to episode 100. <laughs> episode 100, I finally learned the correct word to use. Yeah. Uh, no, we're like, soliciting. I, yeah, yeah, we're literally we literally soliciting. <laughs> um, I she's saying I told my boyfriend not to do this. 
then he didn't actually do it. Am I allowed to be mad? <laughs> ah, okay. Ask my mom up here in just a few on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I had somebody asked me a question today about SDCCU, and because when I was going through, I used to be on the radio here, and when I was going, got my mortgage originally with SDCCU, uh, a woman had messaged me saying, hey, who's the person that you dealt with over at SDCCU for your mortgage? I want to like call them directly. And uh, he's not there anymore. But the point that I was trying to make to her, and the point I want to make to you as well, is that like I've never, and this is not just because I'm, you know, Kramer from the radio, but this is literally, I can just call in at any time. I've never dealt with nicer people on any issue. Like everyone's always gone. I can tell you just a really quick story is I had to, uh, uh, it's been a couple of years, right? Since I've did my refinance after my divorce and I needed some information from that. And I, I literally called up there and they were so nice and they just sent it over to me and it, it wasn't like, oh, okay, Kramer, like they'll treat you the same way. And I've always had such great experiences with SDCCU. Mom, you know, I mean, how many, you bought how many houses now? Two or three? Mm, four. Four. So the mortgage experience can be, it's, a, it's intimidating. It's, it can be mm -hmm. intimidating. Uh, but they walk me through everything. And with SDCCU, they have this no closing cost loan where you pay zero closing costs on select mortgages up to $3 million. And that will save you a ton of money right now. The market's so hot. You can go get into your dream home a lot less because the rates are low and no closing costs. Like it can really, it'll really, really be good for you. I love my SDCCU mortgage. And I, I truly think you will too if you're here in San Diego and looking for a mortgage. So go check them out for yourself. They literally have been named the best mortgage loan provider year after year. You'll see why. San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. Federally insured by NCUA, subject to approval, equal housing opportunity. Certain terms and restrictions apply. For details, call 877-SDCCU4U, or you can apply online right now at sdccu.com. Uh, Mom, did you get your Bear and Bloom stuff they sent you? I did. I've been using oh. it now for a couple of weeks. So Baron Bloom is a brand new sponsor of our show and I'm excited to bring them on. I've actually was on the phone with Savannah today. She's uh, her and her husband, Ahmed are the owners of Baron Bloom. I told you yesterday it started because when she was going through her pregnancy and she was having all these harsh things, her hair was falling out and her skin was being weird. She started doing some research on like all the terrible chemicals that are out there that are quote unquote supposed to be good for you when you're going through like pregnancy and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So they launched this luxury skin and hair care line. It's affordable though. And it's designed for everybody. They were an interracial couple and they were having a hard time finding products that work for everybody in the household. So they were like, you know what? We're just going to make it for ourselves. And I've been super impressed with everything they've sent over so far. Uh, Mom, you, I want to talk about, about the bullion today because it's anti-aging. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the elder member of this podcast, <laughs> um, well, I mean, have you used, I mean, I'm sure you use some type of anti-aging stuff before, right? I have. And I mean, have you had success and how do you compare it to the bullion? Um, I love this because it's so clean. It's a yeah. serum and it mm -hmm. takes just a few drops and it's so lush and it feels so great on your skin and it really reduces the fine lines around your eyes and around my eyes, around right. my mouth and your skin just feels so healthy and the ingredients are just beautiful. I mean, camellia, rosehip, 
green it's all tea. Stuff you can like pronounce. That's the cool thing. Stuff it's not all this scary stuff where you're kind of freaking out. Like, what is that? I don't know. Like, look on the back of your stuff right now. Can you name any of that stuff? Probably not. Right. But with Baron Bloom, like a med, and I, I don't want to like say exactly what he does. I don't remember, but he's some kind of chemist or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, med may be wrong, but he does something with like he he literally took his career of doing something scientific like that and then turned it into the makeup line because savannah was always like into makeup and trying to find natural ways to do it and like so he's been like researching and learning how to make this stuff naturally and with 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 savannah's help and i just i love their story um Mm -hmm. i am uh, i gotta use the puffer buffer tomorrow i think i told you guys last week that i ruined a video shoot that i was supposed to do for this national show that i was gonna (laughs) Still luckily going to be on it's tapes tomorrow. Uh, I get really bad when you wake up so early in the morning for morning radio or just right now, my body's not used to getting up and like performing and you may get bags under your eyes too. And puffer buffer is supposed to be great for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try that tonight. I'll be able to tell a little bit more tomorrow about when I go on my national TV show. How cool am I? I know. I'm excited. Uh, I'm not that cool. They've got so many cool products though. So here's what we're going to do is uh, I want to, I'll send you to their website to go check out what's going to be right for you. And we'll keep telling you about our favorite products as we go. But uh, talking to Ahmed and Savannah today, they're going to give 20% off first purchase of Bear and Bloom. So go to bearandbloomnaturals.com. Bearandbloomnaturals.com. Go find the product that's right for you. Get rid of that crap that you're using. It's not safe for you. It's not good for you, right? This is natural stuff that you're really going to be happy with. Bearandbloomcosmetics.com. Your coupon code for 20% off your first purchase is Kramer, okay? 20% off Kramer, bearandbloomnaturals.com. And remember that your skin is your largest organ, so be be careful what you do with it. It's really important. Yeah, so she told her boyfriend, don't do this, and then he didn't do it, and now she's mad. And like she's like, am I allowed to be upset? Because I almost feel like it was a test. I don't know if most women would be upset at this or not. We're going to get to it here uh, in just a second. We'll say hi to our certified fans really quick. These are the people that literally keep this show going. And so happy to have you as a part of the show. Literally on episode 100, I wish I could go through and say hi to everybody because you deserve it. We wouldn't be here today without without. I mean, literally, we would we we wouldn't be here today without you. Like right. that's no that's no BS. Uh, so just a couple new people we want to say hi to today. Santana T from uh, San Diego. Whoop whoop. And Haiti P is from San Diego as well. Whoop whoop. And Kimberly V is from Imperial Beach. Whoop whoop. Uh, Danielle L is from Escondido. Hi, Danielle. Whoop, whoop. And we'll do one more. Jessica M. Jessica M. from uh, Sugar Hill. Where is Sugar Hill? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, where is that? Yeah, not far from me. It's about 20 miles from Dawsonville. Sugar Hill, Georgia. Well, it's good to have you here too. Love all the Georgia people coming over from uh, maybe from the Upside Podcast. So, uh, how about for the hundredth uh, episode? You've been like, wait a second. We didn't give Jessica her whoop whoop. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. I totally give it to her. <laughs> Jessica M from Sugar Hill. Whoop whoop. Okay. <laughs> Georgia, that is. <laughs> I wonder if you guys this podcast. I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, what is this? What is this podcast about? What are we whoop whooping about? I can't even tell you the history of the whoop whoop. It just started one day and then it just became a thing. So now anytime we get excited about anything, like certified fans, we whoop whoop. And mm-hmm. there you go. 
Uh, we how about like for if you've been sitting around and you've been enjoying the show, we'd love on episode 100 for you to become a certified fan. So mm-hmm. if you want to text the word fans F A N S to my phone number, which is eight 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 Kramer eight 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 K R A M E R eight, or you can go to the show notes. We'd love for you to be a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely. All right. Ask my mom. Here's how this works. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do a segment where you're allowed to write in questions. Uh, you need some advice. And my mom's got some, always got good advice. And my advice, eh, it's okay. Uh, but then everybody listening can call in too because we know there's somebody listening that's been through a situation like this and you've got some advice on on how to handle it. So uh, let's go to uh, today's message. and pull this up really quick. Okay. Um, this was an Instagram message. And I think, well, yeah, she admits that she's been drinking in this. Because when I was reading, I was like, you sound like you may have had a couple of drinks. Uh, It says, I know this sounds stupid, but I'm drunk on my birthday, and I need some level-headed talk from Miss Nancy Yancey. This year just sucks, and I know it does, but I'm just mad right now. I've been dating a guy for eight months, and he got in a car wreck four months ago, and he had to quit his job, and he's been, he's just been going through it. So two weeks ago, I told him, hey, don't, don't, um, don't worry about my birthday. You have a lot going on. I don't want to add extra stress to your life. You can just give me an IOU. And I didn't mean it. But then today, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he did call me and tell me happy birthday, but he was up in Temecula helping a friend move. Do you think it's bad that he didn't do anything for my birthday? Do you think that a boyfriend should actually do something for his girlfriend on her birthday? Signed, girl at the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> Uh, oh bless her heart well first of all first of all let's give her a whoop whoop for her birthday (laughs) happy birthday to you You get that yep 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 Mm. um uh, i i don't like we've talked about i don't like birthdays Mm -hmm. i'm not a fan of them because i feel like they're just there's so much pressure. Like this is a great example, right? Like, you know that your boyfriend's going through a lot and you're like, I understand that. So I'm not going to do anything, but then he doesn't do anything. And now you're upset. About, it's just like, Oh, and I'm not saying it's you thing. It's just birthdays. Um, mom, what do you think about this? Does she have the right to feel upset? Even though she told him, listen, don't do anything, but he literally didn't do anything. Um, I don't know if right is the word. Um, but I can understand how her feelings would be hurt because yeah. I think it's an extra special day to show people that you love and care for them. But here's the thing. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Yeah. So, you know, if you say it doesn't matter and then he doesn't do anything, I don't think that you should def- should be mad with him because right. you just said it didn't matter and he could give you an IOU. Right. So we've got to get better at, and this goes for me too, being careful what we say and mean what we say. Yeah. I, this happened to me in high school, Kim, my high school mm-hmm. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she, her birthday was in January and I got her like a really, I don't even remember what it was now, but like a, it may have been like Britney Spears concert tickets or something. And mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, 
hey, that's going to be your Christmas and your birthday present because mm-hmm. it was it was a lot of money. Right. And she was like, cool, cool. And so then her birthday rolls around and I didn't, I mean, like we still celebrate, but I didn't like get her anything. And uh-huh. she was so like, it's my birthday though. How could you not? Like men and women's mm. birthdays I feel like, are like completely different. But um, you had made it clear in the beginning. Yeah. That, but, that, and, and that, that was, like, that was a big like, gift. I just, I know women are so sensitive about their birthdays. Yeah. I get so anxious when women like, oh, don't worry about my birthday. Don't even worry about it. Don't even <laughs> It's not even a thing. And secretly, and then, we're thinking you'd better remember my birthday. I know, and I'd better I be know. getting chocolates and flowers and everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Just that that like that gives me so much. I, I, many times I can remember now in my life it just being like, and I'm the kind of person too. Like I don't, I don't like to just give a gift just like because I have to give a gift. Like mm-hmm. if it's not something like, meaningful, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I imagine he's going through a lot of things. My the point I'm trying to make here is like I don't think you can give him a hard time. Right. You know, you shouldn't right. take it personal. I you agree. You said you can't, you know, you, you can't do it. But right. um, I'd like to talk to some women about that today too. Like has that happened to you before where you told – it doesn't have to be a birthday, but that's that's usually where I feel like I've experienced the most about mm-hmm. saying it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And then like they didn't make a big deal out of it. And then like did you get upset or were you okay with it? Like how how typical is it? To get upset when you say don't worry about it because and maybe anniversaries she- too. Anniversaries are yeah, big. Well, it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a big deal. It's just a day. It's just a day on the calendar. <laughs> Who cares? Hmm. And then the day comes and we don't do anything. So you're like, it's not a big deal. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. It's our anniversary. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd love to hear from from women today on like, it, did you go through the same thing and like. How did you get, like, did you get mad at him? Like, is she allowed to like go to him and say something at this point? Or is it just something you just swallowed and didn't do? Like, I don't know. I don't really know like the, the way you're supposed to be feeling right now. So our phone number, I'd love to hear from you. 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Mom. Yes. Done a hundred episodes now. How crazy is that? It's pretty crazy. Super crazy. This was not in my retirement plan. <laughs> not on well, my bucket list, but not. here I am. I don't know if it was on your retirement plan, <laughs> but maybe it was on God's retirement plan for you. <laughs> no? Life that? happens while we're making other plans. Right. You thought you were just going to be able to relax every day, mm-hmm. but here you are. But I think I can speak for everyone that listens that like you you make this podcast. It oh, wouldn't be the same without you. Honey, no. it's fun to spend time with you and and I love the fans and I'm enjoying every minute of it. So it's a Good. blessing. It's a blessing. Thank you. All right. I love you. Love you forever. Okay, good news time. And this is cool. Uh, for uh, you know, this podcast is all over the country, and we have a lot of people listening in San Diego, but Atlanta and uh, Georgia and Tennessee, and we got a lot of people in Texas. And it's not going to be great for California people, but everybody else. Uh, Walmart. Walmart is bringing back the drive-in theater, and they're bringing it to their to their stores. It's called the Walmart Drive-In Tour, and it's the best thing that you can do when you're social distancing, right? So. Even cooler is that Drew Barrymore is going to virtually host each event, and at one surprise location, she'll actually be there in person. In total, there's going to be 160 Walmarts across the country that are going to be hosting these drive-in nights now through uh, the end of October. Walmart's chief customer officer said, We recognize the challenges our customers and their families have faced over the last few months. 
and we wanted to create an experience where they could come together and safely create new memories. The Walmart drive-ins is one small way we're supporting communities that we serve. So it starts on August the 14th, and it's going to be showing uh, 320 movies playing coast-to-coast from Houston, Texas to Sedalia, Montana. No idea where that is. Some of the movies will be like Friday Night Lights, The Karate Kids, Space Jams, Black Panther, Pikachu, um, uh, sorry, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Spy Kids, E.T., Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, Back to the Future, Goonies. Uh, let's see what else there is. Cars, The Iron Giant, Lego Movie in Madagascar, just to name a few. If you go to walmartdrivein.com, you can find the store and location near you when they're going to be doing this. But I looked at the map, and there's not, there's like none in California. They're all kind of like centrally located, uh, I would say, Middle America and East Coast. They're not, there's a one or two on the West Coast, but none, none in California. But if you're not in California and you want to go pick up your tickets because you got an RSVP, it's free though. Walmart, uh, thewalmartdrivein.com, thewalmartdrivein.com. And speaking of old people today on the show, too, um, and how you should be asking them what they're doing because they don't have a lot of social activities, this story is going to kind of counteract that. There are seniors that are recreating iconic movie posters for a calendar that's raising thousands of dollars for Alzheimer. This is actually really cool. So it's the, let's see, the residents of the Spiritwood Assisted Living in Washington State. And they've been recreating these iconic posters from classic movies for two years now. And the results are literally going to put a smile on your face. Jennifer Engel, who is the, let's see, she's the Community Relations Director over at Spiritwood at Pine Lake. Her mission two years ago was to combine a unique, enjoyable activity for residents with something purposeful, like raising money for others. And she's like, oh my gosh, we should do a film star calendar. So for the last two years, she's been dressing up the seniors as these movie stars and um, vintage, you know, vintage Hollywood icons. And she does a lot of photography herself, and she does the hair, and she does the makeup for them. And every single dollar they earn from this calendar goes to the Alzheimer Association. And as of today, they've raised over $14,000, which is, that's really cool. Blues Brothers is, is one, I'm kind of looking through some of them. Go to the show notes, you can see it. Blues Brothers and Elf. And uh, there's an old guy dressed as Elf. I mean, but they're funny. Like Wayne's World's another one. And like to see old people dressed up as this. Star Trek, the older generation and Top Gun. Anyway, go to the show notes, go see it. There's a way to order a calendar if you're interested, but it's kind of, uh, you have to like mail a check in. It's not so 2020. But, uh, but again, all of it going to Alzheimer's and $14,000 raised so far. That's awesome news. Thank you guys for doing that. And here we are, the end of our 100th episode. And thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you so much, so much, so much. I really do. Uh, for anybody, like I said, one episode or, or all 100. Um, and really, it's been 120 some odd episodes with all the, the weekend and the bonus episodes and everything. Uh, really appreciate you. And we've got some, uh, I got some big news coming up soon. Uh, really, really, really big, big news. And hopefully, going to grow this podcast even bigger. Uh, but to leave today, I want to end with a made me think. And we talked earlier about FFTs and Brene Brown. And I thought what we would do is because I really want you to burn that idea into your head because I took a chance on an FFT and it was super awkward. And now we've got this podcast family. We wouldn't have had it without it. So. Let's go to Brene Brown. She's talking to Jimmy Fallon about FFTs, and hopefully it will inspire you, even though you feel uncomfortable. It's part of the process. What is, what is an FFT? Can you tell people what that is? Yeah, I'll edit it for y'all um, for TV, but um, it's an F in first time. 
And it's so helpful because there's a process you can follow when you find yourself doing things for the first time. And it's important because let me tell you, first times are super vulnerable. And most adults get to a place in our, we get to a place in our lives where we don't want to do anything that we're not already good at doing because we don't want to be that vulnerable and we don't want to suck. Interesting. Yeah. Right. We don't want to suck at something. So we're never going to take that new class or try that new way of doing something. But unfortunately, that muscle that we use when we do first things is the lifeblood. It's the juice. It's the secret sauce to life. That discomfort, that awkward, my kids would call cringy, that cringiness. Um, that's important. So I did a podcast on FFT saying, listen, let's talk about the pandemic. It's an FFT for all of us. And so the three things that are super helpful is name it. I don't, I, you know, I don't know, like the first big fight I got into with my husband um, was, I was like, and this is what we should be doing. He was like, how many pandemics have you been in? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, this is our first <laughs> pandemic. This is our first, you know, quarantine. So wow, you know, that was a good one. Yeah, so name it, perspective take. Like, this is going to end at some point. This is not going to last forever. And then the third thing is reality check expectations. Like, nothing is going to go like we have planned. Whole videos in the show notes if you want to go watch it or, or share it. And thank you so much for being a part of this podcasting family. Would love for it. You know, like I said, if this podcast means something to you, you want to see it keep growing, would love for you to text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8 so we can keep doing bigger and better things. And I love you. I do. And I'll uh, see you tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.